Welcome to episode 9 of Listen, a Doctor Who podcast. I'm Molly Doyle. And I'm Jasmine Doyle. So, welcome back. Second week in a row. Yeah. This is cool. I'm happy with how it's going so far. I've actually, well, you said, very impressed with our ability to actually record, edit, upload. Very much. Yeah. And it's it's great to feel like we're part we're part of it. Yeah. And this time we're going very, very much live, like we just watched the episode. So Yes, this is very exciting. This is as close as we've ever been. Yeah. Literally it is quarter to eight. The episode finished less than half an hour ago. Yeah. And here we are. Here we are. Fresh reactions. Yeah. <laughs> Probably won't have many clever opinions formed yet. So. <laughs> no, we haven't haven't looked at anything on Instagram, haven't Googled anything, haven't seen anything of what anybody thinks. Have you? I may have just seen like, I did just go on hashtag Dog Two Flux on Twitter. and just, oh, did you? So it was mostly just people being like, good episode. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I didn't really see any like insightful opinions. Yeah. Well, should we? Yeah. Let's let's go for it. Yeah, let's give let's give our opinions. So we should say we watched it together virtually. So we yeah. we were on the phone to each other while we were watching it. So we've like I don't think we've discussed it that much yet. No, we were just occasionally said like, Ooh, look at that. <laughs> yeah. Like the occasional <laughs> exclamation as we went through. Yeah. Um So yeah, okay, what were your overall thoughts then? I really liked it. I thought it was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. I think I think I enjoyed that even more than the first one. Did you? I don't even know. I really enjoyed both. Um it was really cool. Historical episode for the most part. Yeah. Well, we had like three distinct yeah. locations and three stories, didn't we? So we had well, we started with the Crimean War stuff. Yeah. Which was mainly the doctor in the end. Yeah. Um, Mary Seacole. And then we had Dan, back in Liverpool. Present day. Yeah, present day. And then we had Yaz in the intriguing temple of... I should have written down... I nearly wrote down what it was and I was like, no, I'll just remember. I just kept calling it like Triangle Land. (laughs) Yeah, but it was called the Temple of... Oh, Atropos. Okay. I wrote Atropos. I don't know. We're not entirely sure when this place was. I guess we'll discuss it. Yeah, so these were the three three threads. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I guess we'll go through chronologically like we did before. Do you think there's anything else we should say as an overall thing or should we just dive in? Just, not really, just that we've enjoyed it. I guess we'll get to overall thoughts at the end. Yeah, I think we'll, we both tried to keep a little brief like notes as we went through so we should be able to follow the chronology of the story. Yeah. As the episode did, we will jump between these three storylines that are going on. Yeah. Cool. Should I kick us off then? Yeah. So the very opening, we were both very intrigued. It was really cool. Yeah. So we have the Doctor in black and white, like in this sort of wasteland with this weird house thing. Kind of like inverted the weird floating house. Yeah. Was it the house? It kind of looked like the house that um, Diane got sucked into. Oh, maybe. But I don't really know, because I don't know why. And was that kind of a vision the Doctor was having? I don't really know what happened there. Yeah, I mean, obviously she was having visions last episode. Yeah. So maybe this was. But it looked so cool. Although, this is the why was it in black and white? I mean, that was a cool I thing. I don't know. But none of the other visions were like that. Yeah. It was quite, it was very brief. 
Yeah. So it was very brief. So we don't really have much to say except that I was very, very intrigued. Yeah. And thought stylistically that was really cool. It was cool. We were both like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> that was very cool. I was like, is the whole episode going to be black yeah. and white? <laughs> so that's no, just wet our appetites. And that, yeah. I mean, they didn't resolve that. Nothing, we didn't come back no. to that at all. So that remains so that a will, mystery. Presumably we'll come back to that. Yeah. In the future. Yeah. So then but we yeah. go straight into the Crimean War, um, mm. 1855. And we have the Dr. Yaz and Dan being confused. Like, where are we? What's happening? Yeah. Um, they meet Mary Seacole. Yeah. Um, so we're introduced to her. And this is when we find out she's like, Russians, huh? What are you talking about? The British yeah. versus the Russians? And then she's like, yeah. no, it's the Santarans. That was cool. It's it's kind of funny to think about, like, I don't know, Mary Seacole just being like, what are you talking about? Of course it's the Santarans. No, I like that. I think it's cool that, I mean, we've discussed it before, like on occasion when these sort of, the aliens become commonplace. Mm. You know, it's like, of course yeah. they're here. Why wouldn't they be? And it's fun because I think so often we get the confusion and the panic and the screaming and like, ah. But it's like, obviously yeah. this is because it's still a battle, but it's cool that it's like built into the history. Yeah. You know? Like I really liked when they looked at the map and it was like going through the countries and then instead of like Russia and China and that area, it was just like Sonta. Yeah, I I'm love like, okay. that. That was so cool. That comes that a little cool. later, but um, yeah. yeah, that was really cool. Um, very clever. I was going to say it reminded me of the monks. I think I mentioned. To yeah, you very much from um, Lie of the Land. The monks from Lie of the Land, <laughs> um, where they've been there throughout the whole history of the human race and they're just like oh of course the monks yeah exactly been involved the whole time you know that's quite cool and it reminded me as well of like i mean very different but like you know in um army of ghosts where it's like the ghosts <laughs> yeah the ghosts are just here they're part of our lives you know exactly anyway so we have that we have that reveal of like even though we know it's coming from we knew it was coming from last time from the yeah. trailers and then we go into the titles yeah and then after the titles, we're with Vinda. Mm. Um, so this is the first time we see this location, which, you know, yeah. Triangle Land or <laughs> the Temple <laughs> of Atropos. Yeah. What did you think of this section, this little introduction to Vinda and where he is? It's confusing. Mm. It's like where he just gets approached by like a little flying triangular thing yeah it's a bit like a floating lamp thing I don't yeah know. it reminded me a bit of the toclophane yeah did you think it that? Is a bit. i feel like we make so many links to the <laughs> random old episodes I don't but know, yes I, just, it was. I like it when i see things that i'm like yeah oh, yeah that reminds me of that i just think it it's was cool. um mm. and so what this little triangle asks is it's like can you repair can you repair yeah. the temple is compromised and we're like hmm what's this and I, I don't know I I think this was my favorite element oh, was it my favorite element this is the most intriguing um thread of this episode I thought it's very intriguing um a lot shrouded in mystery still I was especially confused we'll get to it when Yaz appears and meets the yeah Victorian man there 
but this is our first glimpse we see of like these these women the the maori is that what they're called the maori yeah the maori. Well, i don't know if they are all women but we saw like they kind of look like women most of them yeah so that was a a bit of a intriguing start vinda was already very intriguing from last time you know yeah we didn't learn too much more else about him this episode well a little bit but we'll come to that yeah um then we're back to the doctor and mary seacole in mary seacole's british hotel um Mm -hmm. which is the setup that she's got oh and this is when at this time dan and yaz are still there yeah and then this blue light thing appears and they disappear and then for the rest of the episode the three are for the most part separated what are your thoughts of um that structure do you like it when the doctor and companions are separated or do you prefer when they're together i like it i like them having moments to do things by themselves as long as they're not as long as they're like back together for the next episode or whatever you don't want it to be like a really long time where they can't interact with each mm. other and stuff but i think sometimes it can be good for the storytelling to kind of have them go off on their little side quests and do their own like it's a, a lens for us to see the different different streams of the story yeah definitely and i think you know it's nice i like the bit later on when the doctor and dan's um kind of streams overlap that was quite yeah cool. that was very cool i like that yeah i think it, it can work well and in this episode i think it was very well structured that it, it felt it was you weren't confused really jotting between them it still furthered yeah. the story and it was nice that you got to see different aspects and i guess you have it's not just them on their own because the Doctor's with Mary Seacole and she sort of takes yeah. on a companion role to the Doctor and then you have Vinda and Yaz as well mm-hmm. and then Dan and... His parents for a little bit. His parents and then Khan... And then Carnavista. I said it. So last episode we said it wrong the whole time. It's Carnavista. No, it's Carvanista. Sorry, it's Carvanista. <laughs> I don't know which way around. It's not like Carnivore. So it's Carvanista. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's quite cool. Um, Very nice. But yeah. And then, so Dan and Yaz are gone. The TARDIS won't mm. let the Doctor in. So we've still got this thread of the TARDIS being kind of uh, corrupted. Yeah, the TARDIS like, like didn't even have a door, did it? Yeah. It fully like blocked itself off. Which is worrying, you know, for the Doctor. What is happening to the TARDIS? I don't know. I'm concerned. I'm concerned. And then you're back at home. And you have Dan, well, Dan's back. So Dan is sent back to present day Liverpool where we saw him last uh-huh. week. He's on his street. Um, what do you think of this whole um, situation that's going on? I thought this was very cool because he kind of thinks like, oh, I'm back home. It's normal. And then he just sees all the people kind of like hiding in their houses, like behind their curtains. And it's like, oh, like for a second, it's like, oh, everything is back to normal. I'm in present day Liverpool. It's fine. But then... Actually, it's some sort of like alternative dystopian Liverpool where the Sontarans have taken over and ordered a curfew over everyone. And yeah, so that was interesting. I liked it. Yeah, it did give dystopian vibes. It rem- that again, it was like reminding me of the monks. Um, yeah, that kind of thing. And then, what do you think of his mum and dad? I like them. <laughs> that was quite fun. It was quite funny. Yeah. They give us a bit of context as well. Like, yeah. they're a useful lens. This is in a later scene, but they say, you know, we find out that two days have passed since yeah. Dan was gone. And they say there was a three-minute eclipse um, mm. 
after which the Sontarans were there. So obviously that was when the flux hit. Um, yeah. Yeah, so Dan, his parents. I like that. I always like it when we see the companions' families, you know. Yeah. I really liked Dan this episode. I think he had a lot of really funny moments. Dan was so great. I loved... It was really, really funny. He was... Yeah. He's quickly becoming a firm favourite, you know. Yeah, I really like Dan. And they haven't had that much time to flesh him out. And I think it's clever because there's been so much else going on, yet they've still managed to... You know, yeah. fit a lot in to develop Dan and to get us to like him, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Yeah. And I think he really gets to prove his worth as well. Like we see him. Yeah, he was really like went in with full like bravery and like companion level as if he's been there for yeah, ages. Yeah, like... for sure. Like he thinks nothing of like, I'm going to sneak into the Sun Tyrant. Yeah, base, he know? was just like, I've got to do this for the doctor recording for you and stuff. Yeah. Like he just seemed to know what he was doing and it was really sweet I no like, it was i like him a lot with his walk with his walk yeah and that was obviously his parents like that was trick funny. that he um took i mean it works you know yeah so i liked that that was really good yeah so dan's obviously been sent back to liverpool yaz hasn't been sent back to Liverpool. I wonder why Dan got sent to Liverpool and Yaz. Yeah, got why sent did to they first. get sent to these different places? I don't know. Because first I was like, oh, they're just going back to where they were. But yeah, but Yaz definitely wasn't. Yeah, so Yaz hmm. is in this temple. She meets first of all the Victorian guy. Yeah, which deeply confuses me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we said last time that last time we only saw one of the men. This time, obviously, last time there was yeah. two, but. They were the most mysterious part of the episode. Like, we we learned yeah. the least about them last time. And I feel like we're none the wiser now. Yeah, because he was, he was like, oh, it's 1812 or whatever he said 1820, it was. yeah. 1820, but like, they're in this weird temper. Like, it doesn't feel like it's 1820. I don't know. I'm, I'm No. So what is happening to him? And why did he, he didn't want to go like with Yaz. He was like, where did he I don't go? Know, like, I forgot what happened. Like, yeah, he just kind of walked off. Yaz was like, I'll come with you. And he was like, no. Oh, don't. <laughs> um, so that is a mystery. It's a very much a mystery. Um, and then, yeah, I, I just have no idea really what he's doing there. And why wasn't he going with all the others to like try and repair the, like, I don't know what, what's happening there. No, me neither. So, I don't know. I think that maybe we'll have an episode that kind of focuses more on the those kind of the Victorian men. Or, I don't know, like... Perhaps, yeah. Because so far, it's a, a very much a mystery. Yeah, and I think that's an interesting point to note as well, is like, certain characters were not in this episode at all. We didn't see anything mm. of Diane. We didn't see anything of Claire. Yeah. So... Obviously, after last week, which I think people were generally positive about, but the criticism mm-hmm. was that they crammed a lot in. Yeah. This time it felt a little bit more pared down. Obviously, some of these yeah. storylines, some of these characters don't feature as fully. Um, I think it, yeah, I think it worked. I think it worked well. And I'm assuming, like you say, there'll be other episodes where, oh, we didn't see any Weeping Angels either. No, we didn't. So. Next time we will. Yeah. Um, so yeah so what were we talking about how did we get there oh yeah the Victorian Yaz talking to the Victorian guy and then but then Yaz um, 
was approached by the triangle too. Mm. She had her little what would the doctor do written yeah. on her hand and was like, oh. yeah, I'll help. What did you think of her little... I thought that was very sweet. I thought it was sweet, <laughs> but it. if you think about it, it's perhaps a little... Um... It's Yeah, it's not a very like healthy friendship relationship yes. that she's so like... <laughs> Oh like, because obviously that's traditionally means. what would Jesus do? Jesus, yeah, and it's, it's like, like if she's thinking of the doctor in like these terms, like yeah. But then that doesn't really fit with what we were saying about her last time in her sort of becoming the doctor. Like, yeah, it's weird if you think about it. Her having what would the doctor do puts her in a very much like a secondary, like apostle type role. Yeah, but <laughs> maybe know? trying to be the doctor, like yeah, she wants to I suppose. Be. Yeah, I suppose that actually, in a way, that does fit. It's like. Yeah. What would the doctor do? This is what I must do in order to become like the doctor. Yeah. Um. So that's interesting. But yeah, she happily volunteers to go and assist. And there she meets Vinda. Yeah, which is cool. Um. Obviously, they don't have much time for chit chat. No. But they're both a bit confused as to why they're there. Yeah. They learn a little bit more about the temple. Um. Mm-hmm. So we find out that it's something confusing to do with time. Time is being broken. Time is being disrupted. Yeah. They said normally time passes through the Mori, but mm. they're damaged, so time is um, corrupted, kind of. Yeah. I mean, I think I'm a bit of a sucker for anything timey-wimey, so I was like, ooh, timey-wimey. I like this. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I know, I'm interested with what's going on with them. Yeah, that's yeah. all a little a little confusing. And then, yeah. I guess, to keep us up to speed with the other thread, um, the Doctor yeah. and Mary Seacole. Um, so we had this map of Sontara, as we said. We've got the Sontaran that's been captured and is being treated mm-hmm. by Mary Seacole. Um, yeah, what did you think of all of this part of it? And... Um, I guess Mary as a character, shall we discuss her a bit? What did you think yeah. of her as a figure? I really liked that they included her. Mm. I feel like she's a, a very important historical figure that often gets a bit neglected. Yeah, well, I think it's cool because um, I was listening to some other podcast and reading a couple of things. And I think Mary Seacole isn't that well known, particularly in the US. Yeah. But both you and I, st- we studied her in primary school. We studied yeah, her as like an I, equal of Florence, like Florence, Florence Nightingale, Nightingale and Mary Seacole. Yeah. So I've always kind of, a, for some reason, every time I hear about Florence Nightingale, I'm like, oh, and Mary Seacole. <laughs> yeah. But um, but then I think other people that didn't learn that. So like, yeah. what? And like, so I'm, I'm glad that she's getting some, some recognition. And I thought she was really good. Yeah, really great character. Very like curious and really good morals and like. And quite strong. Yeah, strong women. And I I loved that moment that it just really tickled me with Dan when he was like, hi, Mary. And she was like, I can't remember, what did she say? She she was just like, I don't know what's going on. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, me and you both, Mary, I get that. So Yeah, it was funny. She seemed happy, even though she didn't have a clue what was happening. She seemed to be quite enjoying the the ride. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I liked, I really liked that they chose to include her. Yeah, and like, she got to, do useful things like she was you know there rec- keeping records for the doctor yeah um but also yeah so where we got to this because she is treating this Sontaran who's been mm-hmm. captured um and then the doctor does a clever little trick where she's like okay i'll set you free if you take me to your base and um i've got yeah. information on the doctor 
And it's like, yeah. Oh, obviously she is the doctor, but, but he yeah. doesn't know that. So I thought that was exactly. quite, that was quite cool. It was. And we see some shots of the, the base. It's been like camouflage, but they go through this yeah. like, field. I thought that was cool. It was very a large scale thing, seeing the base like that. So kind of huge. Yeah, it was, it was cool to see. Very impressive. There was a lot of impressive um, visuals in this episode, I thought. Yeah, definitely. And we also get a few times some real clear indication of the like brutality of the Santarans because they execute mm-hmm. quite a few. Well, some commander executes that Santaran that was captured. Yeah. And then they also later execute some human spies in the Liverpool scenes with Dan. Yeah. So, um, you know. We're like, oh, they're scary. They're ruthless, kind of thing, which we already know. Yeah. But it's that's that establishment happening. Yeah, exactly. And then we have that confrontation scene with the doctor, where she sends that like sound signal, signal thing, thing, which was yeah. in the trailer. What did you say? It was a parlay. She arranged. yes, she arranged a parlay, which I think is a technical term for like. I'm just gonna Google it. A parl a parlay. A discussion or a conference, especially one designed to end an argument or hostilities between two groups of people. Okay. So that's what that is. So she arranged this. And we have that really, it's a really cool shot. It's like this barren vista. Yeah. And you've got, you know, the doctor versus the Sontaran leader. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, haha, I tricked you. I am the doctor. And there we find out a little bit more about how the Sontarans have come to take over. Um, they basically yeah. took advantage of the little gap when the flux hit. Yeah, when when Carvanista... Carvanista. <laughs> yeah, Carvanista. When Carvanista ordered the all the ships to close their things around the Earth, they snuck in at the last second to yeah. be saved from the flux and also use the Earth as a like attack it through time that yeah exactly very well well said so and then we have the doctor basically saying leave now like mm-hmm. which is very doctor i thought the doctor in this episode she really i felt like she'd leveled up kind of yeah like she commanded a lot of authority uh in a, in a cool way I, I really really liked how she's being portrayed this series particularly in this episode well she always does um the doctor not she the doctor in general always kind of i feel around soldiers has a lot <laughs> of um kind of likes to take charge because disapproves of yeah soldiers in general um because obviously she's quite a a pacifist and ge- like she doesn't like to solve things through violence and yeah exactly like guns and things so she often like the doctor often is quite like i don't know controls the situation around soldiers. Yeah, no, definitely. And she's trying to get the Santarans to leave, but then the British lieutenant, I didn't catch his name, but we were mm. introduced him earlier on, and he comes back and he's like, no, we're fighting the Santarans, which obviously mm. we're like, you silly man, like, trust the doctor, she knows what she's talking about. Yeah. But she's sort of stymied in her attempt to um, resolve the situation peacefully, um, yeah. And the Santarans are like, yes. And they say, I accept your offer of a massacre, which was in the trailer. Yeah. Um, so then we have a big battle. 
dramatic. It seemed very one-sided. It seemed like only the British <laughs> troops were being destroyed. Kind of was a massacre, as the Sontarans said. So that wasn't good. They should have listened to the doctor. Yeah. But there we go. That's where we sort of leave that for the time being. So we next have um, Dan. Well, we have this cool, cool kind of dual focus going along where Dan... No, the Doctor and Mary Seacole start sneaking around the Sontaran ships. Mm-hmm. They're like battleground in the Crimea. Mirroring Dan sneaking around the Sontaran ships in the Liverpool yeah. dock. And I was thinking, oh, this is very similar. Like, And then they have like this video link. Yeah, I really liked that. Yeah, what did you like about it? I thought it was very kind of comical it was it it was like very well written like um it was just funny it was like it was it was nice to see them um actually kind of talking again because it's always nice to see the link back to each other link the different streams of the story i think that was done very seamlessly it was because i didn't really expect it was going to happen and i was like oh look here we are and it made sense you know if they're both on sontaran ships and yeah. then when she's like, Dan, Dan! <laughs> like... Yeah, it was cool. And when Dan was saying about the, like, the tempura... Oh, that... I know that was, like, a bit of a silly joke. It was, it like, really... stupid, but it did kind of make me laugh. It really tickled me, because he was like, they're talking... He was like, they really like Japanese food. They're talking about, like, the tempura control, the t- tempura command. <laughs> and she was like, do you mean temporal, as in time? Yeah. <laughs> and it just was... It. I don't know why it, it was very well done. Um... So that was funny. And also the Mary-Dan interaction. Oh, hello yeah, again, Mary. I don't know what's going on. Um, but at the same time, as much as you can appreciate the comedy, I think the the idea of this temporal um, mm. offensive is really cool. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to think that's such an obvious thing for Doctor Who, have, Doctor Who to do, but I, I can't think of examples of them doing something like that before. Kind of doing an offensive through different times. Yeah. Is clever. It is clever. Um, and then Dan is um, ambushed by a Sontaran. And he like, yeah. hits him with a front have Some more puns. And he's like, I'm going to walk out of here or something. Yeah. <laughs> and he's he like, does. And he says... It was funny though, because he was talking, he was like, oh, I'm just I'm just looking for my parents. And then he like, that one, he, he smacks the walk around the back of the head or whatever. Yeah. Um, and then all the other ones come in and he's like, oh, hey guys, just looking for my parents. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> that was funny. Um, and then he is in danger, and we're like, "How's he going to get out of it?" And then yeah. we see um, Carl. <laughs> no, Carl every Lisa. time trying to decide whether no, it, no, you, said you said it's not Carl. It's not Carl So Carl appears, and until he appeared, I'd completely forgotten about him. Did you? And then I was like, oh, yeah, you. Um, yeah, that was quite funny. So that made sense. So Yeah, that does make sense. They've got their species bond. Yeah. And he's come back and they're sort of fighting together. Um, yeah. And he comes up with this really cool, I don't know, well, very visually cool plan of um, a very, like, he's like, we're going to use the ships as like a battering ram and like, kind of a domino effect and they all come crashing down it did look really cool it did look that was really cool and then at the same time back in the doctor time yeah they're they're taking advantage of the sontaran rest seven minute rest period (laughs) yeah seven and a half minutes rest every 27 hours 
so they're trying to like dis um disable their their like refilling their suit things. Yeah, I thought this um I liked this plan. It kind of made sense. Sometimes I feel like it was like, oh yeah, like so they've got, you know, to the Santarans, the Earth's atmosphere is harmful, their suits kind of are pumped with this these chemicals to protect them. They fuel their suits from the ship, so therefore, you know, the plan is to go in and steal their supplies, which I thought was quite clever. And I liked yeah. the doctor in this sort of like commander role, and it's sort of a comeuppance of the lieutenant. Army yeah, guy. I did enjoy the scene where she was kind of explaining it mm-hmm. with her board and stuff. Yeah, that was quite cool. And I think it had some like army music, like that, 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 that. Yeah, Not that, it did. But do you know what I mean? I liked that. Um, so they're, they're they're trying to kind of make them all flee off to the. 21st century where Dan <laughs> is Dan. and she's just hoping that Dan's gonna be able to sort it out I guess <laughs> I like because it shows she's got faith it's in a lot Dan. of confidence in Dan yeah. yeah which is nice they were hoping the Sontarans were gonna all retreat hmm um but the British man soldier whoever he may yeah, be yeah the lieutenant I think did a pull the Harriet Jones <laughs> he did he did <laughs> I knew he was gonna do something I said to I yeah. thought he was maybe a bit I don't know. I thought he was had been like a double agent. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't that. He was just being like, "No, they can't just retreat. We need to kill them." Yeah, so he blows them up. And yeah, very Harriet Jones, as you say, the Doctor being like, "They were leaving," which I think has happened yeah. many a time. For sure, that's where we sort of resolve things with the Sontarans. They are forced uh-huh. to retreat, um, which was cool because obviously that's something that's really against their nature but the doctor yeah the doctor's engineered it yeah for them to go Clever. although you know i doubt this is the last we'll see of them no yeah so they've they've destroyed they've made them all flee and explode them up dan and carve and easter have rammed through all the ships in the 21st century and then they dive down this flume thing <laughs> they dive down a flume which looked quite fun and then... <laughs> they land in the water yeah and climb out, and then the Doctor comes and meets them. Yes, and meanwhile, there's some bits that we've missed that were happening with um, Vinda and Yao. So, shall we go back to them? Because we're kind of up to date with where the Doctor and Dan are. Um, so, where we left them off, they just met each other, and they were learning about a bit more about the Morian time. Mm-hmm. So, the next thing we see is we see Swarm, Azure, and Passenger, I think. Yeah, yeah. this Passenger. Mm. I don't really know what he is or like. No, is he just like a a bodyguard type? Yeah, figure? some but sort of bodyguard because need... he didn't say anything. Yeah, but it doesn't seem like they need a bodyguard. <laughs> They're like pretty destructive. Yeah, I don't really know what that was. I don't know whether that will kind of become a become clear. Maybe I hope Perhaps. so. Yeah, but I really again I really really liked seeing um, Swarm and Azure. Yeah, I think they're really. Really great villains. They're so they really creepy. command the room. Yeah. Like they're creepy and they have a lot of kind of joy in their evil. Yes, in a very in a kind of master like way. Oh, that reminded me of something I was gonna say. So we should say the the where we I mean people probably know if they're listening, but we see them in the temple. They have arrived where Vinder and Yaz are. Yeah. And um that whole room where the the women are sort of the Mori are on their sort of plinths. Mm-hmm. Things, did it remind you a bit of the master and where they were in the the Matrix in 
yes. Gallifrey at the end of the last series. Yeah, because it had that kind of plinth in the middle. Like, yeah. I kind of thought that too. And I was like, ooh. And it had the stairs coming down. Yeah, it did. And in a way, the way Swarm and Azure speak and act is kind of master-like in a way. It is a bit. Yeah. Um, I don't know if there's any link there. but They had that, that same kind of master level of like almost cockiness. Yes. It was very interesting. Yeah, because they came in and there's been a, like a proximity locked thing against them based on what they've done before. Yes. Which is interesting. We don't really know what that is. Mm. Obviously something bad. They say like, ah, we're back here again. And it's like... Yeah. And the triangle things. I mean, they're quite cute, the little triangles. Yeah. The and they triangles. destroy two of them. One of them? Two of them? Yeah. No, they destroy one triangle and they also destroy a Mori, the, right? The Mori, yeah. And interestingly, Yaz said something about like, I've, I, I don't think I've met you. And they were like, oh, such linear creatures. Yes. And I was like, so do they kind of travel, have some sort of different temporal view of life? Like, do they have, do they not go through time in such a linear way? Yeah, perhaps not. Perhaps not. So they've kind of seen a future of. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know, like, it's interesting. Yeah, no, it is. It is. So there's a lot, as we said, a lot of mystery around them. And also. Through them, we learn a little bit more about Vinder. They say something like, oh, you know, you were disgraced. disgraced. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so what's mm. he done? Do you think he worked for the Division and, like, isn't happy with what the Division did? Like, I think so. Yeah. That's kind of what my thoughts are, that he kind of did something against the Division and is now kind of having to serve his yeah. time. I mean... He did introduce himself to Yaz with some titles and things, but we sort of missed yeah, that. Yeah, it went um, too quick. <laughs> it did. So, yeah. But, yeah. That was interesting. So Swarm, obviously, they obviously really don't like the Mori as well. Like, yeah. the way they're talking to them is very insulting. And then they disintegrate one of them. So I know. So that is interesting. So the Mori kind of have some control of, like, the progression of time. And they want to destroy that. I don't know why. Yeah. That's interesting. It is. And then I guess the episode culminates with, so back in Liverpool, Dan and the Doctor are reunited. Um, they save the day there, essentially. But the Doctor is like, have to go and find Yaz. And this is her moment of like formally inviting Dan on board. Yeah, um, that was nice. I'm glad that Dan sweet. was invited along. He proved himself. Yeah, definitely. And then they get on the TARDIS, which has been corrupted again. Mm, lots of weird, like, things growing out and dripping and very intrigued as to what's going on there. Mm. And the way it was filmed was all, like, fuzzy and I don't yeah, know. Yeah, fuzzy and shaky. Yeah, it's interesting. And then the Doctor's like, we've been hijacked. They get taken off to the same place. As he has and Vinda and Swarm, etc. Do you think they were pulled there by Swarm and Azure? Yeah, I think because Azure then appears and is like, oh, welcome. Like, she, like, seemed as if she knew they were coming. Yeah. And then the Doctor says when they get there, she, like, scans and she's like, the spatial temporal readings are zero. This is impossible. And it's like, hmm. What does that even mean? I don't know. I mean, it's all, like, fake science chat, but... Space and time is at some sort of zero point. Yeah. I don't know what that means. 
but that's interesting. But then we have, it is interesting, and then everybody is sort of like, you know, there's another confrontation of the Doctor and Dan versus Swarm as your own passenger. Yeah. We learn a little bit more about the Maury again. So they're, yeah. these are remnants of the Maury. They're broken. And because they're broken, time is running wild. Yeah. Is this the cause of the flux? Yes, I guess. Do you think? The fact that they're broken and time is having some big problem. Is that or what's is the flux what's broken then? Oh, maybe. Which way round is know. it? I wonder I if you're know. right. They're broken and therefore we have the flux. We also... So who broke them and caused the flux? Was it Swarm? Swarm and Azure? Maybe. So they came along and broke... Yeah, maybe. I don't yeah. know. But we're also on the planet of time. Are, are they? Are, are we on the planet of time right now? Or is that where the Mori are from? Or is that both? Well, I think they said we're in the temple of Atropos on the planet. Okay, time. so we're on time. I really, really think they they have something to do with the timeless child. Yes. Because that's all to do with the regeneration and time and um I thought the kind of robes that the Mori were wearing looked like the robes that like the timeless child was wearing in that like bit where they find the child. Mm. So then you kind of think I don't know whether I'm really reaching here. But these kind of robes Yeah, I think that could be I thought so. So maybe some child of the Mori that got lost yeah. is the Doctor. I don't know, because that would kind of explain the Time Lords being able to utilise that power over time. That would make stuff. sense, definitely. Yeah, so that's my theory. Do you think that they have anything to do with the Weeping Angels? Because obviously they're all about time as well. that's well. all about time, yeah, I don't and know. And when they're sort of standing there still on the... That's true. They kind of, I don't know. I don't know whether the Weeping Angels are just some sort of consequence of time breaking apart mm-hmm. and them kind of utilising that. I, I don't know. Yeah. Intriguing. And then what we see then is that the Doctor like steps onto the kind of platform and sees that they've put like Yaz and Vinda in the position of where the Mori mm. were. And they've got all these markings on their face and like um, swarms is something like they're about to be exposed to like all of time <laughs> or something along those lines he's like how long will she be able to take it i guess he's like linked them into the system yeah and now they're like so i guess it's basically gonna kill them is what we're mm. you know what we're going down the line it reminds me a bit of like when rose looked in the heart of the tardis yeah kind of thing sorry i love yes. my little callbacks to different things yeah <laughs> Also, like, Donna, the Dr. Donna, Donna being exposed to all of the time vortex. Yeah, it's that kind of vibe. And obviously, you know, neither of those ended well. No, but this is only episode two of the series. So it's not going to, she's not just going to, like, have to have her mind wiped or something. Yeah, but what is going to happen? Because the Doctor What is going to happen? See, the, the the next time had a brief glimpse of Yaz in, like, her police officer outfit. Oh, did it? You know what? With the weeping angel. Oh. behind her Did so she? I'm like are they going to kind of take it back to before Yaz met the doctor and like she gets hijacked by a weeping angel instead like I don't I don't understand how that's linked Ooh. to this or like I don't know maybe okay. that's kind of her being exposed maybe it's she's going to kind of run through her time stream in some sort of like I don't know Ooh, that's interesting I, I will kind of want to find the little next time trader again because I feel like I didn't really focus on it at the end of the episode yeah there were Cybermen. I might just grab it now. Do you mind if I... Yeah, go for it. Let me know if you see anything cool. Yeah, okay, so 
Not a lot, but you're right. I didn't catch that shot of Yaz in her police officer uniform. Um, so it's I love the title, Once Upon Time. I'm very intrigued by Once Upon Time. Yeah. Why? Yeah, like what? I guess we're kind of focusing on this planet time. Well, yeah. Like... I mean, because they released that title a few days ago, didn't they? And prior to yeah, this episode, they did. I thought it was going to be Weeping Angel focused. Yeah, because of the time element. But now mm. they they also released episode four as like the Village of Angels. Yes. So that's the Weeping Angel episode. Yeah, or maybe it's not as simple so... as like the Weeping Angel episode. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it is quite going to be like that straightforward, but... Because obviously this episode was the Sontaran focus, which was quite clear. Obviously, then we've got Cybermen in the next episode too. Yeah, that's intriguing. So, I don't know. I'm very intrigued. I do love this title though. Why is it not once upon a time? Why is it once, comma, I guess to emphasise the kind of planet time. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, look, it's not a time. It's kind of like all of time. Yeah. Like it's, I think time isn't so linear. Yeah, that's true. And yeah, Village of Angels is the next one. Mm. Which, where, what, and where? Do we have any ideas now of what this is? Huh? Do you have any initial ideas of what the Village of Angels is, where it is, what's happening there? Well, they seem to be in Liverpool, don't they? Yeah, I suppose. I don't know, but I'm excited for sure. Mm. And in that next time trailer, I mean, it was very difficult to see because it was very quick, but we see shots mm. of um, Dan and others with like holding guns. They kind of look like the yeah. division guns, um, I think. I don't know what's going on there. So very exciting. Um, I am very, very excited. Yeah. I'm loving this series. Me too. So where would you rate this? Where did, where did we rate the last... Did we say like 8.5? I think we said 8.5. How would you rate this one? I don't know. I'm honestly not sure. I feel like maybe I need a rewatch and pro- to properly see where I place it. I mean, my gut reaction is that this one was better. I did really enjoy it. I think it was... Better, in my opinion, because it's a little bit more streamlined. Although I liked everything it going was, on. It was, yeah, that's true. A bit more focused. And my least favourite elements of the last episode, as I mentioned, probably was um, Carnivista. Right. Carvanista. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> Carvanista. Carvanista. And he wasn't in it so much. I preferred him in this episode, I think. Although I think yeah. his role I still think was cool and I liked that. Um, yeah. I loved all the temple stuff this time. Yeah, I'm very intrigued by all that sort of thing. Yeah. So. Yeah. Very, very, very cool. Oh, apparently the title and synopsis for episode three has been revealed. Oh. It okay. says, on a on a planet that shouldn't exist in the aftermath of apocalypse, the Doctor, Dan, Yaz and Vinda face a battle to survive. Oh, okay. So we're on the planet time, I suppose. That doesn't exist. That shouldn't, no, that shouldn't exist. Shouldn't exist. In the aftermath of Apocalypse, so I guess after the flux. So has time just come into existence because of the flux? I don't know. But then we get the sense that the Mori and the temples and stuff are very old. And the fact that something's existed to be repaired, it can't be brand new. 
And also the fact that Swarm and Azure have been there before. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know, but... Yeah. But very cool. Very cool. Very cool. I did really enjoy that. Okay, so I think that's about everything we have to say about episode two, or chapter two, I should say, War of the Sontarans of Doctor Who Flux. Um, We hope you enjoyed... Um, listening to our episode and of course watching the actual episode of Doctor Who Um, let us know what you think we'd love to I don't know we'd love to hear your thoughts to share ideas so please do follow us on Instagram at listen underscore pod send us a message leave us a comment you can also send us an email at listen doctor who pod at gmail.com and hopefully we'll see you next time for another fun Doctor Who discussion Thanks for taking the time to listen to listen. Listen.